Hello, 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 everybody. My name is Sarah B. I'm here with my brother. Andy B, a.k.a. Big Brother. And you're watching and listening to the I Got Five On It podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us again today. Yes, and if you listened to our pod last week, uh, thank you for coming back. Of course. That was a, uh, that was a rough one last week. Robin Hood, Men Robin in Tights, Hood. but not Men in Tights. Not t- Men in Tights. <laughs> I would have rather, like, them had started that, that movie that we watched, the, the Taron Egerton, and then, like, it just, like, cut. And then just was like in the middle of Men in Tights. I'd be like, that, that's a good movie. <laughs> Much better than it was. <laughs> but it didn't. It just kept going. And I was just like, oh, my God. So, guys, today is one of everyone's favorite. It is a mini episode. And uh, we thought that we would start out this episode because it is the beginning of December. And Christmas is right around the corner. Yeah. Also, for those who this applies to, happy Hanukkah. Um, Hanukkah is well on its way. Yes, it is. It's like the third day of Hanukkah today. And, uh, but, not in, but let's talk about some of our favorite Christmas movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. when you, I actually watched one of my favorite today. I watched this Christmas. Oh, you did? You watched I, it without me, huh? I watched it today for the first, well, one of the many times I'll watch it during Christmas time. Okay. <laughs> I actually did watch a Christmas movie today too myself. Which one did you watch? I watched uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Well, let's start with this Christmas featuring okay. no other than uh, Chris Brown. Yes. And uh, Indris, uh, Ildris Alba, Indris Alba. Oh, yeah, he, plays, he makes the movie. He plays an American blue p- blues player. Yes, He's, that was I the first movie I ever saw him in. I think that is the first movie I ever saw him in. Yes, and uh, I thought he was an American. His American accent yes. is fantastic. I believe in this the movie. first time we saw this movie, and like, th- no, there was something else we saw him in. Oh, I saw him in, um, uh, what is it, Pacific Rim. I saw way after yeah. this movie, Pacific Rim, like way after. No, no, but I, I saw this movie and then we saw Pacific Rim. And like, <laughs> I remember you saying, oh, that's a fake English accent. Why do they have him <laughs> in a fake English accent? And now you're like, he's in this Christmas. He's, he's American. I know he's American. And I was like, I don't know. It sounds pretty real. And I did. And then like his accent is so thick that I was like, what a fake accent. Like, this is a bad fake accent. Like, I was like, he sounds cartoonish. But turns out, no, he's just, that was his regular voice. Yeah. And this Christmas is funny because it, it has become some part of like our weird like holiday tradition. <laughs> like we do watch it on Christmas Day for some reason. Like we don't have any like cultural allegiance to this movie or like any reason. Like we just, this has just become one of our, like we watch like a couple trash movies yeah, on Christmas, Christmas Day, Day and this is one of them. <laughs> this Christmas, which came out in 2007, I had to go look it up. Somehow me and my brother watched it one time when it was played on TV, like on Showtime on TV yes. or something like that. Like like in August or something. <laughs> yeah, like 10 years ago. <laughs> and we just thought it was like... We were like, we're going to watch this for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we just really liked it. So <laughs> we just kept watching it. I don't know. And it's so, it's so, it falls apart so hard. <laughs> like there's so, there's like 10 storylines you're just like what is going it's on it's definitely a movie that would be on like the i guy five on a podcast yes. like it's it's kind of a bad movie yes like, it is <laughs> and it's a very sad holiday too like nobody has like a really good holiday like nobody really has a good time and it's one of those Christmas. holidays movies that uh, there's like so many main characters yes that there's, there's like, like 20 main characters in the movie. <laughs> that you can't really follow any of them yes. really and you kind of don't some care some of the main characters are mostly off screen too <laughs> like they're like a very important people and they're they're like like very sparsely shown throughout the movie and refers to another one of these movies that we watch as a family is nothing like the holidays nothing like the holidays which is about the Puerto these Rican two family. movies go together in our house <laughs> we watch one then the other the only question is which one we watch first yeah my mom's one is nothing like the holidays she thinks it's like one of the greatest movies that I, movie i actually really like that movie this movie came out 2008 yeah we're stuck yeah. like 10 years ago we've been watching these movies straight okay. since. if you watch nothing like the holidays it is like deborah the, messing's in it yes but it is like the latino version of the holiday movie yeah and there is like if you go back and watch this there is so much blatant product placement in this movie <laughs> it is like hilarious like they put down a bottle and it's like boom like bacardi (laughs) they cut away and it's like best buy (laughs) like they're showing like stuff for like seconds like not just like in the best buy one is like ridiculous yeah it's like um nothing like the holidays i guess we just it was a family with two boys and a girl and 
they're yeah. Latino. So yeah. we were like, oh, this yeah. movie's perfect. And a, and a white daughter-in-law. So yeah. my mom's like, this is us. <laughs> we got it. Well, what I like about this movie is that it does it never takes itself too seriously and um it's made of like more like little vignettes that kind of all come together yeah it kind of the stories tie together much better than this christmas yeah this this christmas Christmas is like we're gonna have like five different movies and we're gonna run them all at the same time like just just flop back and forth between the movies (laughs) and then chris brown's gonna sing a little bit yeah yeah. he's barely good at the act break (laughs) they both have club scenes in them they do Which both have awesome. club scenes in them. They both have like family bonding, yes. late night going out. Wow, they both do do that yeah. exactly the same. Except the nothing like the holidays one is better. <laughs> there's affairs in both of them. There's secrets. Yes, there's secrets. It's a great family movie. If you guys have time and you have a good family and a big family, watch these movies because yeah, give one of them a shot. They're enjoyable. They're not great movies by far. They're not Citizen Kane, but no, they're good movies. I enjoy them. Yeah, if we're measuring all against Citizen Kane, these are going to be in trouble. Well, since we're talking about Christmas, and we've mentioned this movie before, if it was a Christmas or a Halloween movie, oh, we're it is go time to one. watch t- uh, Night- Nightmare Before, before Christmas. Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas, which I do consider a Christmas movie, a quintessential Christmas movie. Um, it's the season to go watch it. So. Okay. Yeah, it is the season to go watch it. I, I was actually having this same conversation with my wife. Uh, I think yesterday or maybe or maybe the day before. And she was like, how do you not see that this is like a Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. And I was telling her, I don't really see it. OK, so it's like. The hero's journey of Jack Skellington He's not finding Christmas spirit. He's finding like self-identity and he's finding reinvention. It doesn't really, it's more like it, it. Christmas is there and Halloween's there, but it's not really a Christmas or a Halloween movie. I think it shows like no matter what your environment is or like what was your upbringing or the type of person you are or whatever your beliefs are, Christmas spirit gets under your skin man. <laughs> oh it's just the infection of christmas it's just the infection of christmas oh man because okay. even he can't understand that the scene when he's like going through all the science experiment and he's like doing all the science experiment over like the the bulbs and he's like what makes it so special like okay. what makes it christmas i still think it's more of like an effect affect kind of like relationship like it's really affecting him but the, the there's no like christmas that he's not like Christmas isn't being lessened out or identified in some way. But it is it is a movie you watch during Christmas, so. It is. And also, you know, just shout out to having great comedy bits into that movie. Yes. Great cinematography. And stop motion claymation. It's a it's a school. almost last great great claymation movie. It is one of the last great ones other than um Sean the Sheep. Sean the Sheep. I I think after I don't was Sean the Sheep done claymation or was it done digitally? All claymation the entire movie. Oh, okay. And that movie's amazing. Go watch Sean the Sheep. One of my favorite movies I just ever. picked it up, too, on digital. They had it on sale. He's Sean the Sheep. He's Sean the Sheep. I'm obsessed with Sean the Sheep. My, my little that. son, my little, my littlest, my youngest son is obsessed with Sean the Sheep. <laughs> Me and him just watch it. Yes. He doesn't want to watch it anymore. I'm still like, yo, bro. Hey, two-year-old. He'll still watch it. But what's funny is like, okay, so Sean the Sheep, if you ever watch the regular episodes... He does this thing where he's doing calisthenics in the <laughs> intro with the sheep. Yeah, he exercises. And this has proven in some way for my son to get his ass off the couch and doing calisthenics <laughs> more than like Sesame Street, more than like PBS where they have like whole he has to act do it break. With Sean. He gets he's like, Oh, the exercise. He gets up and he's like all he like puts his hands up and he's like he's like, like exercising a little bit. I'm like, Oh my god, it's hilarious. It's, it's so, so good. Um Oh, actually, today when we were watching this Christmas, right after it started playing the Santa Claus, the Santa Claus with that's Tim on my Allen list too. That's on your list too, dude. Santa Absolutely Claus with Tim on Allen. My list. What year did that come out? That has that to be came one out of the in 1994. 94. Okay, so I remember that movie being played every year on USA when all, when we were kids, like little kids, and they would play it over and over again. That movie's great. Amazing. That movie. That movie made me love Tim Allen. It was given, um, I yes. mean, obviously Toy Story, but Tim Allen, the actor, like yes. his face. Like Tim Allen has some redeeming <laughs> points and it's this movie and Buzz Lightyear pretty much. And Tool Time. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, kind of. Okay. Home Improvement. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I'm I'm halfway there. Yeah. Home Improvement's a great show. Yeah. One, some, one time somebody broke down Home Improvement's format and I was like, ah, oh, damn, I knew that. But like once somebody started saying it out loud, I was like, I was kind of pissed off because it's like the same thing where he like, he like thinks one way like insists on it then fucks up and then like everybody like teaches him a lesson and then he like kind of changes but he really doesn't at the end and it's just like every single episode that is like that episode. <laughs> and That's the neighbor gives him advice that yeah he the doesn't neighbor take. gives him advice and then he kind of changes but he really doesn't kind of <laughs> well you know when you said a uh, nightmare before christmas and how we're having the debate whether it's a christmas movie or not mm-hmm. another movie came to my mind which has this this is even more heavily debated. I think Chris Nightmare for Christmas is universally accepted as a Christmas movie. I just can't do it in my heart. But Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Is a Christmas movie. Yes. Yeah, and not just because like it's like an ongoing joke I see online that like oh Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It no. happens during Christmas. It's not a Christmas movie. No, but like it actually is a Christmas movie. Yes. Yeah. The base <laughs> material. If you did not know this, you can look it up. Die Hard is based on a book, right? Which the book is filled where John McClane learns the importance of family and Christmas during this tragedy in his life. And even in the movie, it kind of kind of yeah, gives that does. off. Yeah, it kind of shows him like how important his wife and exactly. children were to him. So we're saying it here second, because I know another f- popular podcast has already defined this, but Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and I'm standing behind that. Yeah, 100%. 100%. An action Christmas movie. There's family Christmas movies, yeah, there's children action. Christmas movies. Why not action Christmas movie? Why not? Uh, one movie I'm sure you haven't seen, but I was just watching Netflix movies. <laughs> uh, me and my mom were like, let's watch a Christmas movie. So we watched A Holiday Engagement. Oh, I saw this movie and I avoided <laughs> it hard. It was like terrible, right? So back in the day when I thought I, I worked in film or whatever, I did a lot of Lifetime movies and... This is definitely a movie I would have worked on. Oh, yeah, for sure. I thought you had worked on this movie. <laughs> I, when I heard the title, I was like, oh, wasn't Sarah, didn't she work on that movie? Which made me love the movie, though, which oh. made me kind of feel like this inherent, like, I'm rooting for this movie. Like, it's bad. Yes, it's bad. But, like, I didn't mind it. I kind of enjoyed it yeah. as I'm watching it. <laughs> Speaking of garbage we, <laughs> we dug up on Netflix, um, if you haven't seen it, um, they have the Netflix original movie called The Christmas Chronicles, and my kids watched it. And oh, I watched it mom with my was talking kids. about that. And it actually is a fun family romp Christmas movie. Kate Hudson's dad, right? Yes. Okay. I'm not sure if is he her dad? Not her, her his stepdad. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't think she considers that her dad. But <laughs> like he like raised her. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love and, Kate Hudson. Um, <laughs> who doesn't love Kate Hudson? Crazy people. <laughs> Crazy people. Does, does she have a great face? No. Not really. But I just like her, man. But does she have an awesome yoga body? For sure. <laughs> For sure. For sure. <laughs> and if you look like that, you're going to wear skin tight clothes like everywhere you go. And shout out to all the women who have enough money to like subscribe to Fabletics. Oh. I've been trying to do that for the last year. You're trying to make that much money. Yeah, it's like 55 bucks a month for like a sports bra. I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> I just fucking can't just do one. it. <laughs> just one. Just yeah. <laughs> one. Oh, what other great Christmas movie? Uh, oh, Christmas Story. Now, oh, yeah. growing up, okay. Andy, Andy's going to talk about a Christmas story, I'm sure, quite a bit. Because growing up, every Christmas, this is one movie that we have watched yes. still and have watched in our entire lives. I will lives. try not to take up the whole podcast talking about this movie. He watches it over and over again. Because everyone knows on TBS, on Christmas Day, plays it on repeat. Yes, it and used to be on TNN yes. or TNT. Now it's on TBS. They start playing this movie at, Midnight. I think, 6 o'clock on Christmas Eve eve and they play it all the way through christmas day they play it like for like 36 hours or something <laughs> like that and i will straight watch it like three times in a row yeah like straight up so <clears throat> what's funny is i have developed this tradition since i've been married and since i've had kids and it's becoming more of a known tradition in my household that dad or husband stays up late after everybody goes to bed on christmas eve 
and he preps all the presents that he's giving and he sits up and watches like two rounds of the Christmas story and wraps all his presents like Christmas Eve to like two in the morning. And then he goes to bed, even though he's already seen it probably like two or three times during that day. I will stay up and watch it two more times. And then Christmas Day we watch it. Yes. And then we watch it again Christmas Day. Usually right after or before nothing like the holidays. or <laughs> It's usually in the mix. It's in that roundup. <laughs> uh, the Christmas Story has uh, great scenes. I love good classic movies. Like good classic scenes for movies you can always quote. Like Fred Gile. Oh, yeah. Fred Gile. <laughs> must be Italian. It's still one of my favorite things I've oh, ever yeah. seen. Uh, I'm trying to see Andy's list. I'm so blind. Oh, okay, so like, there are a few movies that I like that are must sees for me during the holidays. One is Scrooged. Oh yeah, I love that movie. I know um, a lot of people think that maybe um, it's just another take on the Christmas Carol, but it's like the one that I originally saw. Like I originally grew up with this. Watching that one. Yeah, and I was like, oh, like this is the first movie that I realized, oh, this is something that I'm familiar with done in a different format. Because, like, if you're not privy to it, like, if you're not, like, looking for it, and you're young, like I was when I first started watching the movie, it can kind of fly by you. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, all, like, the ghosts and everything. Like, you might not get it as, like, you know, a young kid. But because I grew up with another version of this movie and then I kind of associated the two. Well, yeah, I like grew up with uh, the Muppets Christmas. Yeah, you grew up with the Muppets Christmas. That was definitely my like first that introduction to That movie is super good, too. I love the Muppets Christmas. <laughs> the Muppets Christmas, we have it on DVD. We, me and Danny, our middle bro, uh, we bought it one year because the Muppets Christmas is, again, one of my favorite Christmas movies I think I've ever seen. It just reminded me. The Muppets Christmas Carol, right? Yeah. I saw Scrooge after the Muppets Christmas Carol and I just couldn't get into Scrooge because I love the Muppets Christmas Carol so much. Like I, I kept love comparing it. it I so love much. the classicness of the Muppet Christmas Carol because it is so true to the story itself. Yeah, it really just is. done with Muppets <laughs> and some like slapstick thrown in there. Yeah. It's oh, so good. <laughs> I just started cracking up right now just thinking about like, oh, yeah. those fucking Muppets. <laughs> They're great. And it has like the little cockroach guy in it. Like he's great. If anyone doesn't know and hasn't realized by now, like from listening to our, uh, what was the other Muppet movie we watched? Oh, the happy time murders. Yeah. From listening to our happy time murders, uh, review me and Andy are huge fans of puppets. In yes. General. We're, we're <laughs> like really partial to particularly <laughs> the Muppet puppets. Yeah. Yes. But really just puppets. Any kind of felt covered <laughs> puppet. <laughs> I'm, that's a go for me. I don't know why. Like they're crank yankers. Easy, yeah. I was into that. It's like. just easy to crack me up with a puppet. I don't yeah. know. They're just amusing. The little mouth that opens with no teeth inside. <laughs> like Just like flat mouth. Just so funny. Yes. You were just talking about it, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie was preceded. Both these versions of the Christmas Carol was preceded for me by the Mickey's Christmas Carol. Are you familiar oh, with yes. this? Yes, I am familiar with that movie. But when I wa- by the time I watched it as a child, it really felt old. I remember feeling that way when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I don't know if I had like a recording of it or something. I had it on VHS and I used to watch it a lot. And like what really burns in my memory is like cuz that one is actually fairly true to to the to the story itself too is that when Scrooge is put in the casket by Pete because Pete ends up being the ghost of Christmas future. Mm-hmm. That whole scene where he's actually put in like a fiery pit, like in a coffin, like that's just so burned into me from childhood. Like I'm like, oh my God, like that. That's when that movie like got like legit real for me. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is like, like I was like, are they doing this? Like when I was a kid, I was like, oh, this is scary. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I, when I remember watching that movie and I was like, I don't even think I've watched it all the way through. I was kind of one of those, like, nah, I don't watch this. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. I love like Tiny Tim, the little like mini Mickey Mouse or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was cute though. Yeah, I love that movie. You can't go wrong with any Mickey Mouse. No. <laughs> Can you think of anything else off the top of head that you need to talk about for Christmas movies? 
I got one that like has my wife has been creeping into the house like can't almost oh, live elf? without this. No, I knew you were gonna mention Elf because Elf is right in your gen. Like you hit Elf like we we're separated by like a decade of life, and like <laughs> Elf is like everybody your age is like Elfed out. They Dude, love Elf. Elf is like a great movie. I remember watching that movie. Explain when I was... to me, please. Dude, Will Ferrell as a big elf (laughs) the fact that he's like a big human being yeah and that like he somehow gets raised by elves thinking he's an elf by accident right (laughs) yeah he's like Mowgli but an elf (laughs) and but he's a giant person not like a regular sized person raised by elf but he's like a really exercised person and just like being such a big man having pretending to have such a high voice and like coming in it's like one of those you know fish out of water uh scenario movies where he's like in new york city like a grimy place to meet his real parents i mean i don't need to give you the whole summary of the movie everyone knows the story of the elf we'll have to do it some here but what makes it such a great movie is will ferrell's comedy and his presentation of that character it's so realistic like it's just so funny and also zoe deschanel's in it which again is someone in my life is (laughs) very influential not not new girl Zoe Deschanel. I'm talking about prior. Zoe I, I'm pretty sure it's the same person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this shit got weird after. <laughs> yeah, she got strange. <laughs> well, one movie that I I love that's been creeping into my house is a classic from when I was little. Is Home Alone. Oh, Home Alone. Home I Alone the movie in is so long. like a quintessential, like '90s. Or even is it eighties or nineties? Uh, nineties, early early nineties, like Christmas spirit movie. It's like mm. one. It's one kid going through a crazy circumstance. Who's spoiled though? He's like not a yes. great kid. He's an asshole. He is. A, he's a straight up naughty kid. Learns the value of like family. Yeah, and togetherness them. and like the real the real meaning of Christmas by having to face like something alone right mm-hmm. he's facing like a real like he's facing a home invasion situation <laughs> like these are things that like very powerful women like in movies and in real life have to have faced and we're like you know we're gonna stick macaulay culkin this eight-year-old kid it's life or death situation yes exactly <laughs> these guys are gonna kill him <laughs> if they get in there yes and he has to face it alone and then through that like understands the true meaning of family and christmas I think uh, another great Christmas movie that I don't think we can ignore would be the Peanuts, Charlie Brown's Christmas. Charlie Brown Christmas, yeah. Uh, great, great, great movie. You know, these Charlie Brown specials, there's there's two that really fit into this holiday, quintessential holiday category is, of course, the Charlie Brown Christmas and the, I think it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. Yeah. For Halloween, <coughs> which we didn't mention. We didn't mention no. during the whole time. But um, what I find about these movies and what I like about this, and this may con- be controversial, is that they're boring. Boring, really? Yeah, they're kind <laughs> of boring. They're not really trying to, like, they're not essentially trying to keep your attention with, like, uh, like a lot of action and a lot of movement and a lot of humor. They're trying to make you think. By giving you these little vignettes as Charlie Brown and some of the other characters are visiting each other and like really spelling out like in plain words to each other what Christmas really means. Like what is it? What is its true value culturally to each other? And it doesn't have to be entertaining. It's very like like when you learn something, even though the lecture wasn't super engaging, but you it's very valuable that you learned it. That's how I feel about these these movies. Yeah, I mean, the Charlie Brown Christmas movie, I would say that it's not necessarily boring. I think when you're a kid, it's kind of hypnotizing. Because, like, yeah, there's not much dialogue, but the music is, like, very constant and repeating. And I don't know, the animation. I, when I was a kid, I never felt like it was boring. I was always super into it. But then again, as a kid, I was a fan of boring movies, I've been told. <laughs> No, and I'm not saying boring like in the negative way, but it's like it's boring like in, it's like it's not trying to. It's not Fightful Goes West. Yes, it's saying. not trying to capture you like 
in that way. Mm-hmm. It's trying to like, listen, you're here for a Peanuts show. Like you're going to watch it. And like it's a, all the Peanuts animation is slow. It's intentional. And like, you know, they're getting to something and you're like, you're, you're digging it out and you're finding it and you're learning it with the characters. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Also, it's just like the end is just so cute and this tree and they all go around and they decorate exactly. it. Oh, it always makes me feel like crying every yeah. time I watch that movie. It's like it's like the same ending as the Grinch house. Oh, yeah. Well, the animated Grinch movie is great. Uh, Both animated uh, Grinch movies, I feel, are pretty I good. I haven't seen the new Grinch one. It's okay. It's Jim Carrey Grinch movies. I hated that movie. Can't watch that movie. That that Grinch scared the shit out of me it when I was a kid. It still looks kind of scary to yeah, me. Yeah, I had scary dreams about that movie for like a month and a half. I could not sleep. I also never like uh, who's presented as like real people. Oh, yeah. Like I like who's being in the same category as like um, I don't know. Like they're like their own kind of being like they're it's like I never like them represented as like by a human being. Like yeah, a who is a who. Creepy. It's not a person. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I, I actually did see the new Grinch movie with my kids. Um, and I felt it was pretty good and I felt it was missing some key things. It was very much like they took the original animated Dr. Seuss, how the Grinch stole Christmas. They did the, um, despicable me treatment to it. They basically made him like grewed from the first movie and took the same kind of format of the music and stuff and just made it like the same movie. So in that way, it was a regurgitation. It was pretty good. But the original Grinch movie... is far better, I'm sure. The original How the Grinch Stole Christmas is really good because it's much shorter. Like, the music is uh, is better. And it's, like, told in a whole musical. Like, that's what makes it kind of Yes, fun. it's told in music and rhyme. Yeah, which yeah. is cool. Like, well, that's true to Dr. Seuss form. Yes. Which everyone loves. Which Dr. is great. And yeah. I love the animation of him, like, slithering oh, through, yeah. like, the <laughs> presents and stuff like that. Which they didn't do in the new movie. Like, I was like, oh, I was waiting for that iconic scene of him, like, slithering through the presence like Mm -hmm. a snake. Because that really, like, captures, like, oh, he's being like a serpent. Like, he's being kind of evil. Yeah, he's bad. Yeah. Like, mixed in with, like, Christmas at the same time. Like, around Christmas. And, like, they didn't do it in the new movie, so I was kind of disappointed. What other great Christmas movie? Or you think you're good on that? Well, there's a couple ones. Uh, with my wife every year, I watch uh, White Christmas. Oh, White Christmas. Yeah. For a second, there, I was like, what? Which White like, Christmas Merry is... Christmas, everybody. White Christmas is a very long movie. I, I think always it's felt like, like it was boring when I was a kid. I it was is kind of boring. It's like three hours long. But in what's nice is like taking this movie outside its time, like taking it from, I think it was in the 1960s or 50s, brought to now. And just seeing how they just don't make movies like this anymore. They don't. They don't make movies no. like that at all. No, they, they try to, and it ends up being like a kitschy fad thing. Mm-hmm. But they don't take movies like this where they have like all this dancing and pageantry and singing. And it's really meta in the sense that like <clears throat> they are showmen that put on a show and then break into weird show bits, set pieces. Yeah. That are not show pieces that they're doing, but they're showmen. And then they do put on a show later. But it's like, it's really strange. Like, if you've never seen it and you don't know what I'm talking about, just watch it. Watch at least half of it. It's a black and white movie. Great movie. They they have it colorized. Oh, they colorized Yeah, it? they have it colorized. I think they had it on Netflix last year, colorized. And it's pretty good. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> never hurts. Never hurts. Anything else? Not that I can think of right now. I think we're pretty good. We've been talking about a really a good list of great Christmas good list movies. Of Christmas, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I think if you really thought about it, you can go on and on and on. You could. I think that we covered most of my essentials. Most I think of one I, actually. I, let me talk about one that would be on our list to go watch. Came up randomly in my mind right now, so I'm gonna talk about it. It's not a good movie. Um, it's called Four Christmases. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, that should have been on my list. <laughs> They're digging my walk. Yeah, <laughs> Reese Witherspoon, mm. Will Ferrell again. Not Will Ferrell. Oh, it's Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. That's who yes. it is. They're digging my walk, babe. 
Okay, it's just a hilarious movie, though. Honestly, yes. it's a great movie. It's not hilarious. Let me repeat. Okay, that. let me ask you a question because I was thinking about this Stupid movie the funny. other day. Um, th- like uh, Reese Witherspoon's family still thinks that she is like pure, right? She's mm-hmm. untouched, right? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> they do open the movie where like Vince Vaughn and her are doing some like weird like bar role play and then they go back to their house and like screw right yeah and then like later on they like visit her like super christian family and they all think that she's not she's never had sex before mm-hmm. and meanwhile she's taking a pregnancy test because she's she thinks she might be pregnant and it's like this whole weird situation and like they get stuck in this pageant this christmas, christmas pageant, pageant which is awesome because <laughs> vince vaughn's like hating it like he's like i don't want to be part of this i don't want to be part of this and then when he gets backstage he's like red leather yellow leather red leather <laughs> yellow leather. then he comes out and he has like that giant like his hands are out he has these big steps he's like they're digging my walk babe they're digging my walk and he's like gets he's like he's jesus christ no he's joseph oh he's joseph that's yeah. who he is yeah and he's like lord deliver this baby <laughs> what does he keep saying woman lord, woman swaddle, swaddle that baby <laughs> dear lord deliver this baby from this unfit mother (laughs) it's okay since you're talking about give me the swaddle since you're talking about christmas is there any like great television show christmas specials can you remember oh the claymation christmas movies with rudolph oh those are all great like television called i forget those are christmas movies that our mom watched when she was a kid right like that's what makes i love old christmas stuff that's like what your parents watch that hasn't changed you know that's funny because like um it would what's funny is you actually gave a collection of those to aj mm-hmm. last year or was it the year before year before year before those are my favorite movies and they had <laughs> um they had a few different they had rudolph and then they had um frosty on it and um they had one that was like i remember watching it when i was a kid and i forget what it's called like the christmas clock or something like that and like that's the one that he gravitated toward it was like the one i would have never watched but he like loved that one we watched it like three or four times during christmas rudolph the red nose reindeer yes that would be the rudolph one there's also like a Mr. Frost one. Santa Claus every- is coming to town. Yes, yeah, so there's the little drummer boys part of this collection as well. Yeah. And you bought them like a like a pack of like it has like two Blu-rays or something that has like eight of these movies on it. Those are pretty cool. Those are pretty fun. And claymation is kind of like if you're wondering what claymation people are satiring right now. Like when they're doing like Santa and Rudolph, they're satiring these movies. Yeah. In case you didn't know. Um. And I just love them. I always wanted to get a tattoo of the shape of the Santa Claus from these movies because they're just so cool looking. Yeah. Like they're such a like a ideal looking like version of them. Like you yeah. can't mistake them for anybody else. Yeah. When I was little, I did not like the Santa Claus in these movies, but as I'm a as an adult, like I understand now, like. I do really like gravitate towards that image of like Santa with like the big beard and the big mustache and like the little like Rudolph, like with his little like red nose. No, it's very cute. I love it. So that's all I can think of. That's it. We're going to watch all that on Christmas day. (laughs) That's basically what we do on Christmas. In between making Christmas dinner. Which we're frying a turkey. Are we frying a turkey this year? I mean, you, you are frying a turkey. Are we, are we doing that? That's what I usually, thought we wanted to do. Well, we could do that. Usually um, what happens is dad and I team up on a prime rib. I thought the That's, prime rib was for New Year's. Mm, no, we do it for Chris. We do it for Christmas. Usually we don't do anything for New Year's. Hmm. But we could do turkey for New Year's prime rib. Or turkey for Christmas prime rib for New Year's. That sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. decision made (laughs) i actually really like cooking as part of these holiday meals like with family and stuff like that it's kind of hectic but when i get to sit back and just cook something big and just like not be super involved i like it so like i fry a turkey or make a prime rib prime rib is mostly set up and then a lot of waiting when i cook um it's just good don't have much else (laughs) to say about it (laughs) a lot of a lot of a lot of movement though a lot of pushing going on when sarah's cooking (laughs) Like, if you're carrying something hot, watch your ass, because Sarah might just... 
push you over. She's like, I need to peel these carrots. You might just go flying. I'm a I'm a passionate uh passionate cook. I never a know passionate cook. <laughs> I never know what I'm going on in the kitchen. You know, I'm just going right. for it. I'm just grabbing things. I'm seasoning things. You know, I'm just trying things out. Yeah. I put my all into it. Right. <laughs> so let's talk about some trailers, bro. Yeah, let's talk let's about get some, some trailers. trailers. Mostly so, for actually for the end of this year, some hot movies coming out and one for next year. Yeah. So Bumblebee. Let's talk about Bumblebee. Um, let me find out who's directing Bumblebee. Well, um, if it's a, it's not, it might not be the same director, but I, I was watching this trailer the other day and the first time I saw this trailer, I actually was like, Ooh, a Bumblebee movie. They're just trying to like capitalize like kind of like on this failed or this, this dying uh, transformer franchise. But when I saw the latest trailer with some of the, the super classic looking transformers, I'm talking like gen one gen two gen three transformers that i grew up with i was like yes like this is every all the other transformers can just if this is anything good all the other ones can just fall into a burning trash can and this can be my one transformer movie because it's got like a classic looking starscream in it who's a harrier jet which is (laughs) kick-ass right yeah that's pretty cool it's got bumblebee with his like who's a volkswagen again he's got his ears on mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. had a, a a classic sound wave with the cassette tapes that turn into the like the the mechanical animals which i still have those cassette tapes i hid them from my kids because they were like these are too cool and i was like no 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 no, no. these are mine they're going in my drawer you are not touching these toys these toys are not for you to touch but what I loved about those little cassette tapes that turned into, I have one that turns into a rhino and one that turns into something else is that they have metal parts and not a lot of the transformers of those gen threes and gen gen twos and gen threes have metal parts like all the, the arms because it had to be so thin because it actually fits inside the thing fits inside like a cassette tape uh-huh. had to be made out of metal and they're awesome. <laughs> Well, I think they'll, they're going to show up on our Instagram eventually, I think. It is directed by Travis Knight, and who now I have a little bit more faith in this film because it said he also directed Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, really? Which is a great movie. That is a and great movie. And he directed Paranorma. More to Paranorman. Oh, really? Right. Yeah, right? Random. Wow. So that makes me kind of more into it because I love both those movies. You're pairing it up with uh, John Cena? Yeah, you like, can't go wrong with fucking John Cena. John Cena, he is such a likable dude for some reason. And then Haley Steinfeld. Okay, so I was trying to remember, where do I know this woman? Where do right. I know her? She's from True Grit. Oh, it's a little girl from on True, True Grit. Grit. Yes. Oh, my God. Good for her. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, good for everybody. Good for that. <laughs> uh, my opinion on the trailer, I don't know what el- anything Andy's talking about. I remember the toy he has, but I, I, was, I didn't watch... Uh, Transformers growing up on TV. I didn't. I'm not a necessarily a huge fan. I like the first Transformers movie. I like Shia LaBeouf, uh, but that's about it. Uh, but this movie, like, uh, uh, doesn't look good. But it doesn't look bad either. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about the movie. After I saw Transformers two in theaters, and I left, I walked out. Mm. I've kind of never seen another Transformers movie all the way through. So. Yeah. The fact that it's connected to that. the Transformers makes me feel apprehensive to go see it. I can definitely tell where you're coming from. Yeah. I also have like a really bad habit of falling off like um, like the fifth sequel. Like when they had Transformers 5, I was like, well, I've seen the other four. I'll go see this one. And just never did. Never made it <laughs> to the theater. Yeah, I didn't even know there was another one with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I literally Mark had Wahlberg no idea. One, yeah. I don't even remember trailers on TV for it. Yeah, they played them a lot, actually. <laughs> Where was I? I don't know. Doing something important. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's next? Uh, well, the movie we pulled to see. You were you're on a Will Ferrell night, so you put on. <laughs> I think it's called Homies. Yeah, Holmes. <laughs> Holmes. Holmes and Watson. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's, what is the movie called? Holmes and Watson. Holmes and Watson. I just saying homies because that's what the tra- that's what the movie poster at the movie theater has on it. It doesn't say Holmes and Watson. 
it says home homies featured on, no other than will ferrell and they're doing like gang signs like one's doing like an h and the other one's doing like a w like what's his good friend's name what's his name oh i forget um the guy that does record ralph yeah yeah i forget his name well he's great he's amazing he's great in everything he does yes. oh john c Riley. yeah john c Riley. if you see the go back and watch the first record ralph movie in his intro to that movie, I can listen to that intro, like how he delivers those lines and everything. Like, oh, he's a very it's talented so good. actor. It's so he's funny. a great actor. It's done with like so perfect timing and like everything. Him and Will Ferrell are great together. Uh, yes. I'm excited to go see this. I love the Sherlock Holmes movies and Sherlock Holmes stories and TV and everything. So I'm down to go watch like you know a what? stupid spoof version. I really want to be a fan of Sherlock Holmes, but I just can't. It's not that I don't want to or can't get into it. I just always miss the boat on this. Like, I miss, like, uh, I think Cumberbatch was, like, a, a Sherlock yeah, Holmes. Sherlock. I miss the the reboot on ABC called... Uh, Holmes? Is it? It's There's called one Sherlock, called. I think, or oh. something. There's just so many of yes, them. Yes, I miss, like, all the Robert Downey Jr. ones. <laughs> Those movies are loud. I didn't bad. like The Great Mouse Detective from Disney. Oh, I forgot about that movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't mind that one either. Yeah. You know what? Were those movies, remember those old ones with Jackie Chan and uh, the blonde guy with the broken nose, Owen Wilson? Mm-hmm. Didn't they do like a Sherlock Holmes movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while i'm saying it i don't I know that did not they I did just a, have they did a um a western yeah i think that's what i thought was, was like, like sure, um movie. i don't know why like a lone rider it was like lone rider huh i think so where he was supposed like jackie chan was supposed to be like kind of like a tonto and he yeah. was supposed to be like a lone rider kind of thing but i don't know why i thought that was like a sherlock movie no, for a second <laughs> Anyway, this trailer looks pretty funny. Like it looks like straight up Sherlock Holmes and Talladega Nights had a baby and ended up with this movie. Yeah, it looks great. I'm looks, so into it. Funny, I'm yeah. so down for it. Looks classic. Will Ferrell like back in action. Like it's gonna be like a return to this genre for him and it's I think it's gonna be really funny. Next. Let's talk about glass. Let's talk about glass. Now, split. When I first saw that movie, no one told me it was connected to uh to unbreakable yeah so when i was watching it when they at the end when they started showing everything i was like wait what what it's funny is this okay i haven't even seen split yet oh you've never seen i've split? never seen split so what happens is um it was on netflix and i was like split kept coming up or it was on netflix or amazon and i was like well, i don't want to watch this movie i don't watch this movie because I loved Unbreakable. And then I was listening to a podcast and they're like, it was like when nobody told me that Split was like a sequel to Unbreakable and and what's his name shows up at um shows up at the end as his character from Unbreakable and I was like, "What?" And I went, I was like, I almost took the rest of the day off of work. <laughs> and I went and I was it was off already and I was like, "You motherfuckers." <laughs> Like, tell me this. Like, tell me it's an unbreakable movie. Because, like it says, you know, um, by M. Not Sha- M. Night Shyamalan uh-huh. or Sha- whatever. And, like, I was like, ah, but, it, you know, he did the other. He's, he was kind of, like, on a bad string of movies then. And then I was like, eh. And then I heard it was a sequel. And I was like, you son of a bitch. And I, so what happens is they had it on Cyber Deals on Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. And I bought it. I just have to wait for it to come in. Remember that Enther M. Night Shyamalan movie? There's a lot of... So that last one you and me saw with the kids. Oh, yeah. Uh, the the Visit? Yeah. The Visit? That I almost forgot decent. about that movie too right now. That movie is actually pretty good. It is pretty good. So he does good movies sometimes. So I liked uh, Split quite a bit. I mean, it wasn't something I've watched again. I watched it once. But I really enjoyed it when I saw it. So I'm excited to go see Glass. Yes, because like... What what happens is inevitably you'll watch this trailer with somebody that has not that maybe is saw Unbreakable like 15 years ago when it came out uh-huh. and then has not seen Split and has forgotten all about these movies. And you're just like, holy shit, this is like 
the end of this trilogy. Like this is like end, yeah. this is connects the other two movies like concretely. Like this is like the tie down for these two movies. And like it's obvious now that they're just like these like Bruce Willis, his superhero name is Unbreakable. Then you have Split and now you have the Glass movie. So they all get their own title movie, which is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. So it'd yeah. be sick. I hope it's really like methodical. I hope it's like a straight up like Lex Luthor type movie where he's just like on top of everything and he knows everything and he's going to win kind of like at the end, but like kind of not win kind of like a Lex Luthor thing where he gets most of what he wants, but like he doesn't kind of get the, the hundred percent victory. I'm excited what they're going to do with it. I really like the imaging that they've been using for uh, the trailers that they put out. Looks really cool. Yeah. Anything else coming out this weekend that we haven't talked about? What's coming out this weekend? Well, I know that um, besides what's coming out this weekend, which we might be talking a little bit about, um, I'm excited for our next movie. Which is what? mortal engines oh oh mortal engines yes oh there is a movie you just passed it that i was really excited to see but they're not playing in our area which is called anna and the apocalypse anna and the apocalypse i never heard of that it's like okay you can watch the trailer it's great go watch the trailer but it's described as sean uh, Shaun of the Dead meets La La Land. Oh it's yeah, I've heard of it. I thought it looked terrible. I thought the trailer. Really I looked thought super it looked bad. fun. Like it looked like a, a kitschy like kind of movie, and I was like kind of disappointed that it wasn't going to be playing in our area. Well, it just looks like they spent like five bucks on it. <laughs> it does. So apparently, Bad Mom's Christmas is coming out this weekend. Yeah, some other Bad Mom's Christmas something is coming out. Like. Dude, they're December six only. What is this? I don't know. It's like a replay. They're just throwing out some trash before. Um, did, did was there a second Bad Moms? Yeah, Bad Moms Christmas is the second one, I think. Oh, did it come out last year? Yeah, it came out last year. I don't know what they're doing, but anyway, what we have coming up next is Mortal Engines, which is gonna be awesome. <laughs> And I've been reading the book. I well, reading is a loose term. I've been listening to the Audible book. Uh huh. And I'm getting to the end, and it's a slow burn at the beginning, but this book kind of picks up at the end, and it's like really theatrical. You can I can see where they're gonna go in the theater with this one, and it's gonna be good. Um, the same weekend comes out, which won't be on our podcast, is gonna be uh the new Spider Man movie. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, it looks really good. I think a lot of people are gonna enjoy it. Yes, I hope Spider the Into the Spider Verse it does phenomenally well. I hope that one is the best movie out that weekend. I'm pretty sure it's going to be. <coughs> Whoa, watch out! I agree. Yes. <laughs> ah. So we're gonna be covering Mortal Engines next. After that, hopefully, we're gonna do try to do a double header. We're Aquaman. Do Aquaman after that. Permission yes. to come aboard. <laughs> oh man, that line is so horrible. Everything about that trailer is horrible. Oh man, the new trailer too. People were buzzing about that new trailer and we saw it when we went to go see Robin Hood. Bad. And I was just like, wow, this movie just went from like Bad. Just went off the deep end. And it was thinking, how could he look any worse than yeah. we saw the second trailer? <laughs> yeah, you really don't like that classic style costume they put on him, huh? I don't mind the costume. Uh, I just don't like anything about it. It's just not a good mesh. It just it's just not Aquaman. You're just not Aquaman. I'm it sorry. It doesn't seem like Aquaman. Like the no. whole the whole the whole clip where they show in the trailer when they're jumping out of the plane. I'm just like, what? What he is? Looks he looks like Zeus. He looks like a a, a almost like a. Who's the guy with the long hair that in in myth? I think it is it from the Bible. Well, who's the guy who's the the the, the god of the water? Neptune. He looks like Neptune. Neptune. Yeah, I can see him as a Neptune. Like he doesn't look like Aquaman. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, he looks too old too. <laughs> he looks too know. old. He's too old to be Aquaman. <laughs> well, he's not Aqualad. 
They're not putting out Aqua Lad with Jason, forty-year-old Jason Momoa. And I look down <laughs> at my damn uh, computer screen and I see Aquaman and that dumbass poster. Oh man, it is like kind of a bad movie poster. Yeah, like it's like they, it's just like the worst Photoshop I've seen in a while. Like yeah. the blending they did on this is so bad. You know and what the Amber Bumblebee Heard does not look good. In the Bumblebee gym. poster looks pretty fucking terrible too, though. You think so? Yeah, it looks like a romance novel cover. I love it. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's a romance between me and classic Transformers. <laughs> That's what it is, a romance between. Creed, Creed 2 looks sick, though. Yes. Robin Hood does not look sick because it wasn't. It was not <laughs> sick. That movie poster matched exactly what that movie was. <laughs> One thing we didn't mention is he kills a lot of people in that movie. Yeah, like in the beginning, like he he's like kind of like, like doesn't want to, and then he just starts killing. Then he, as Robin Hood, the hero, kills a lot of people. Like, brutally, like, shoots him in the neck with an arrow. That doesn't even guarantee they're going to die right away. They could just be, like, strangling there for, like, days. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. I want to thank you personally for coming back and listening to us every week if you have been. If you haven't been, well, thank you so much for just finding us. And we hope for you to come back again next time. Again, my name is Sarah B., and I'm Andy B, a.k.a. Big Brother. And we want to know your thoughts on our show. Tell us what you think about it. Email us at our email. I got five on it at bravopodcaststudios.com. Go check us out on our YouTube channel, our Instagram, our SoundCloud, us on Spotify. You can find that all on I Got Five on It podcasts. Uh, five as the number. Number five. And again. Thank you so yes. much for checking us and out. And for the latest stuff, really hit up that Instagram. Yeah, like, Instagram at, is popping right now, yo. I got five on it podcast. Um, most of our pick of the weeks come out there. Sometimes We're going to start doing mini reviews on there. We're going to start any kind of bonus uh, content, like clips from the show, um, information on contests or, or, or submissions you can do. Is all going to, you know, a lot of that information is going to be on Instagram. And also, please, please share our content. Send it to your friends. Tell people about us because we still need to build an audience. We are yes. still trying to run up that hill. So yes. we're heading to the end of the year and it's, and we're going to start afresh in next year. Yeah, exactly. Right. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much again for listening to us. We'll see you next week. And my name is Sarah B. And this is Andy B, a.k.a. Big Brother. And you're listening to the I Got Five Audit podcast. Thank, thank you. you.